0: Hey y'all, it's Damien Nash. I uh, just wanted to come in here and touch bases before this episode. Let you all know that we're still around, we're still going to be around, and that I know that things have been a little bit awkward with the the shift of me going to editing and whatnot. It also was the fact I changed today's shift, and we've said that in a couple of the episodes, things are getting more to a normalcy for me. Like I'm actually figuring everything out, figuring out how what, I can, what I'm capable of with the edits in a timely manner. We might have to be changing up the release date. We're still going to... Figure that one out. But it's also in the middle of the holidays and I'm going on vacation. So with that, you're going to see uh, a pause in the episodes for a little bit. We are getting a special Star Wars episode. And guys, Fouts will be back for that episode. He's going to be on there. There's going to be a few of our other uh, our other uh, past members as well. So that's going to be an extra special episode. I'm excited to be able to listen to that. But just know that we appreciate you guys. We want to be able to put the content out for you. We want to be able to do it in a timely manner. It's just... Life happens. We're all fan. We're all family people, and uh, this isn't this isn't our what we do for a living yet. Uh, maybe eventually someday, but it is our passion, and we will always stand behind our passion. And our passion also is providing awesome entertainment for you guys. There is some major awesome changes that are going to be happening, more ways to indulge yourself in the content that we create, and that's looking at coming into the future. The future dates are more looking at for that stuff. We'll be more into the month of February slash early March. But without further ado, let's get into this week's Game On episode. And this episode will be basically, instead of the uh, instead of our regular Monday episode, it's going to be Game On this week, and then we'll record a special episode on Friday. That'll just kind of just go over a few things, tie up a few few loose ends from our uh, Game On and in our Q stuff, and then we you'll get the Star Wars special episode as well. So with that, again, let's go into Game On. It's a special one this week, guys. Can't wait for you guys to listen. Damien, now
1: welcome, and you're listening to Geekologist Radio, a division of the Ninja Family. <laughs>
0: She did the Ninja Family! She did the Ninja Family! Yes! That happened he, last week! He does Woo! that every week. What are you talking about last Woo! week? Every oh, week yeah. he does that. All right. That is right. That is right. That's probably going to Okay, next. Welcome,
1: and you're listening to Geekologist Radio, a division of the Ninja Pancake family of podcasts. Silver and welcome to Geekologist Radio. Tonight we've got a very special game on where we are going to be discussing the uh, company Evil Controllers and their brand new Evil Shift controller, as well as their uh, works in accessibility gaming. Tonight uh, with me I've got Damien and Nick. Woohoo! Yay! And this is my first time doing this, so you know if I screw up, don't don't hassle me over it on on Twitter. I might cry. <laughs>
2: No, hassle away. That's not fair.
1: Oh, so I was, um, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners know that uh, I am uh, uh, sick and disabled. So I was looking for a better controller than what I'm using for my hands because I do have a, a, a form of arthritis. And while looking, I stumbled upon evil controllers. And it turns out they are the company that makes the disability controllers for Able Gamers, which is a charity that I really love. And uh, I got in contact with uh, the PR rep who uh, set me up with a phone interview with the CEO while he was in France for Paris Games. And uh, I had a really great time talking to him, asked him a lot of questions, and I happened to mention. I have arthritis, I love what you're doing with disabilities, I'll actually be at the Mayo Clinic next week. And he asked which campus, I said, oh, Scottsdale. Well, it turns out Evil Controllers is based in Tempe, Arizona, which is like 5-10 minutes from Scottsdale. So I was fortunate enough to be invited by the CEO, uh, Adam Coe, to go to their uh, building and meet the staff and get an operation and see how, uh, an operation, get a tour of the operations. There we go. That would be the Mayo Clinic, wrong one. And uh, I got to check out a, a lot of their work, and, and it, they're really quite impressive.
2: Now, what is the square footage of their operation? Now, what I mean by that, how many employees, how big is this place? Are we talking about a mom-and-pop shop for controllers? Are we talking about a, a company that's up? you know kind of going on the upswing here
1: um it's actually pretty small um and they have a surprising amount of uh followers on uh twitter and youtube and all that and and their revenue is is quite outstanding i'm not sure what it is today but while i was waiting in their office um look at the entryway there was a newspaper article from a local newspaper there in tempe talking about their business and it said between 2009 and 2011 they had done like five million in revenue so wow, they're making big business bucks, big business customer base, but there's only about eleven or twelve people.
2: Wow, that's really, really impressive, actually.
1: And everything they do is by hand.
2: Well, yeah, they have to make controllers. How else do you make them?
1: Exactly, but you know, you have like, to
2: make them by hand.
1: <laughs> well, what what impressed me was uh, <laughs> even the circuit boards uh, are completely modified and and everything right there in shop. Uh, by a guy named Brandon, he was really cool, and, uh, I, 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 got to watch him work for a little while, and the amount of soldering and painting and everything that they do it is just insane, um, and, like, I, I do have a scuff controller, and just looking at their work and looking at how they do it, it, they're leagues away from scuff, in a good way, they're, they're on the, you know, the more positive side, um, which is cool because it keeps them from being real set in their ways like scuff. They don't just stick with the same thing over and over. They're constantly improving and finding new ways to do things and uh they they've got all sorts of cool stuff that's constantly coming out.
0: Now with their competitive with their competitive controller line that they that they do now, uh I, I've I've heard about evil controllers back when this is going back from when I we were Uprising was still with Daza Destiny. One of their last streams that they did was for uh, disabled veterans and stuff, and they went, but they were also with another company, and I can't think the name of it off the top of my head, but it was a company that was based over in Europe that did the same thing with custom controllers. So I started looking because I wanted to work special to effects, eventually do special effects. Thank you. that is it. And I wanted to do and I wanted to do an article, I wanted to do something. Oh, I, I, a charity with a group that was based here you know hometown stuff you know or hope you know home, home country stuff things like that and then I came across Able Gamers and then came across Evil Controllers and then just kind of everything went kind of crazy so then when we were at PAX and everything when, when we started talking with Able Gamers and then you got involved with this stuff when you got into it I got so excited because I was like oh my god this is awesome this is something that i remember being being totally intrigued by and then for you to have the opportunity to go there and meet with everybody that is i mean that is something that just not only does it is it validating it is something that is as a gamer as someone who who suffers from you know from arthritic pain and things like that this is something that it, it's something that will bring a tear to your eye because it, it's such a special place, you know, that these, these things that these people do. This ranks right up there. As far as I'm concerned, this ranks right up there with the people that are making the 3D printed prosthetic limbs because this they're making people able to play games. And these are some, some things or people are able to experience in games that they can't experience in real life because of a disability. They're giving them so they're opening up a world. Or open up worlds to them.
1: Yeah, and uh, I-, I like that you compare it to uh, people who make a prosthesis because it's like a lot of people think, you know, like, oh, a disabled gamer, um, you know, like somebody that has arthritis, maybe they're missing, you know, their hand or something. But what impressed me the most is that they make uh, the majority of their uh, accessibility controllers um, Like, they, they do um a lot of one-handed ones, but they also make a lot for muscular dystrophy and cerebral palsy, which is amazing. Um, They make pieces that can be controlled from your wheelchair or with your head or with your tongue. And that just blew me away. They can completely remap any controller, you know, PlayStation or Xbox, uh, the last gen or the current gen, and make it to where anybody can play a game. I even quoted him in my article saying um, something about, uh, I'm going to paraphrase here, pretty much any dis- disability, any controller, we can make it happen.
2: Yeah, he does say that in your article because I just recently read that. So I want to say before we get too far is that on com, Silver has written a really good and detailed depth article about evil controllers and what they're doing for disabled gamers. Now, I grew up in a family with my two aunts I have cerebral palsy and my other grandmother on my on my mom's side who took care of disabled people in her household too. Now, I know gaming wasn't that big back then, but these type of simple altercations for people that just can't live a daily life, it's huge. And it goes through prosthetic limbs like Damien was talking about with a 3D printing and with things like evil evil uh evil uh, controllers here and what they're doing for people in the game and it's almost like having a therapy dog it's kind of like that they something to take your mind off of your everyday you know everyday life is kind can, can can be hard and i have watched it with my two aunts after world Palsy. so anything that took their mind off of stuff they used to play these little handheld um, battery-powered poker games, or there'd be a Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune, and to the point where they can't they can't play them anymore. Um, and I remember watching them play them, and I would play them too with them. And still to this day, my aunt's better at Wheel of Fortune than I am. Um, but that's what they had back then. Now, maybe my answer would never have been in the video games, but if video games were more popular when they were, because my aunts are in their fifties now and sixties if they were more popular when they were first, you know, growing up and had a company like this that can make something for them, that's therapy. And I I know it's not, maybe not looked like that, but it it completely is for gamers. I know we all game to just relax and hang out and socialize with our friends. And that is giving these guys opportunities that are in wheelchairs to have a mic, talk to other kids you know, socialize when they can't really socialize that much. Um, Maybe they're not going to school. Maybe they only socialize when they have to go to the hospital. So there's a lot of implications here that it's just not making a controller for somebody that has, that somebody that can't use the normal joysticks and they move a joystick to the side. Um, So Evil Company, in your article, Silver, I'm going to quote you here, was created in 2007 by the brothers adam and his brother joe was Jonah. jonah 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 why am i pronouncing that wrong now are those both both those brothers are still involved in the company they're both still the ceos of it
1: um i know adam's ceo for sure um don't quote me i'm still having memory issues thanks to new medications uh but jonah is still involved he did help launch it um and i did get the honor of meeting him uh while i was there
2: Oh, he was down there.
1: Yeah, and then Adam was the one that uh, uh I was with the entire time, but Jonah was there uh, just briefly. He he was leaving for a meeting, but uh, yeah, I did get to meet him.
2: So that's cool that it was a family business, and they and what were to almost 2018 now. So we're talking about a business that's been around for for over ten years now, or or, or ten years and, and going, and the two brothers have, have stuck in there, and uh, and some of the other things that you put on your article here. I'm looking at and uh the one that really kind of impressed me and I know you uh you really kind of uh, you you kind of uh showcased it here is that first 360 controller they split in half. Mm-hmm. And did you get to see any of that while you were there?
1: Uh some of them uh, a lot of them, you know, they only made one cuz they're unique. Uh I got to Correct. see that... the uh one-handed controllers, which I think are really cool. They can either attach the other joystick to the back so it can be used with like, you know, like part of a limb, like a knee or a, an elbow or something. Um, or they can have it completely separate where it's still accessible or, you know, said there's people that'll, you know, put it on the floor and use their foot to play, play that side of the controller. Um, so I got to see the one-handed. I got to see, um... A couple of the uh, ones that uh, have different uh, jacks and stuff, they can pl- be plugged into. There's a picture on there of a PlayStation controller with a, like a, a box with a bunch of little jack ports in it. I got to see. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, a similar model to that, which was actually stamped with both their logo and the Able Gamers logo. Able Gamers actually helps them build these boxes, and they can be wired to like. It, it makes it to where they can wire different buttons to different settings and totally remap it in, in a way that we can't even imagine with a regular, like a scuff or an Elite controller. It was pretty impressive. I got to see a few others okay, as so there well.
0: Because they also set up sometimes for people, uh, they'll set up to where they can actually just flip a switch and then they can control their motorized wheelchair using the same controller that they use for gaming. I also... I mean that. I also really that like the is, uh, that, that's cool.
1: the head controls. That's next level. You know, people who are, have like palsy and can't move anything but their head, they can play using their tongue or just you know shifting their head from uh, one direction to the other. And that was just when he said they set it up to where people can just play with their mouth. I was like, wow, that is you don't think about it. You know, here I'm thinking I just need a controller that's more comfortable, doesn't require as much uh, pressure. Um, less retention so I can play without my hands cramping up. And here he's talking about people who have never walked a day in their lives. You know, they they, they can't yeah. even, uh, you know, feed themselves, but they're sitting there playing Halo because he's just got such a vision. It, it's really mind-blowing.
2: And let's just make sure that we point out that each one of these controllers are built. It's not like they're mass producing a bunch of controllers split in half. This is individually based, correct?
1: They are completely unique. What they do is um, I know a lot of their disabled customers come from uh, special effects, uh, able gamers, and uh, Microsoft themselves will actually refer them to evil controllers. And they contact them through email, say, hey, this is what's going on. This is what I need. Send pictures, send videos. This is as much movement as I can manage. And they make it completely unique to that person.
2: That's that's the incredible part after reading your article and all the pictures you posted of all the different controllers they made is that these are one-offs. Mm-hmm. There's not, like you said, there's 11 or 12 people. They're not mm-hmm. some machine p- punching out a bunch of one-handed controllers. They're each individually designed for the person who is asking for the controller or maybe the parent is asking for the controller for their kid or, you know, something in that nature.
0: Now, the, they actually also have gotten a lot of, you know, they've gotten a lot of attention because they won an award recently. And this wasn't, you know, we got scuffed. We talked about scuff and stuff like that. We like, we like scuff, We like, we like for the most part, we like we're gamers. We like custom controllers. Correct. Now, what of the things that Evil has done? And this isn't so they're not as much as they do for charity, as much as they do for helping other or everybody game, they also are producing stuff competitively.
1: Yes, they have,
0: and that's what they got an award for. It was this E3 they got the award, didn't mm-hmm. they? They
1: were nominated for Best in Show,
0: yeah. Now, can you did you get a hands on uh, with both con- with, with this controller? Because I know that they make one for Xbox One and they make one for the PlayStation Four.
1: Yes, I got to mess with both of them, uh, and they were because, like you said, they don't mass produ- mass produce. So even to just order a you know a, a regular controller, you have so many options uh, similar to Scuff. So. That they make every single one per order. So the ones I played with are in somebody's home right now because they were getting ready to ship out. Uh, they I, um.
2: That's incredible, though. That, That's right? incredible. You got to play <laughs> with them before they got shipped out. That's really, really cool. Right.
0: She's product. She's she's te- she's you know, she's t- product she's testing.
2: testing. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. doing yeah. my job.
1: Um. Yeah. They're they just released <laughs> a controller called the Evil Shift. Um. It is kind of a mix between some of the disability controllers they've played with by p- putting uh, buttons on the back, on the grips, um, and taking their master mod controllers that they've made for years and just putting them all together in one just beast of a controller. It, it, it takes... I have a scuff for my PlayStation and I have an Elite for my Xbox and this kicked the shit out of both of them. Just holding it. Uh,
0: wow. Now, with that... You know, there's there's stuff that comes with this. Now, for people that are that are playing, trying to play a long time, stuff like that, an elite controller is heavy. Mm-hmm. I, for me, for me, I like that because it, for me, it's a feeling of quality. Right. But, but for someone who who has arthritic pain or any of that stuff, heavy can cut down the amount of time that you can do anything because weight on the wrists and everything like that. There's there's things out there that we will eventually talk about that I'm trying to work with uh, that can also assist in that relieving that pressure. But how does the quality feel on these controllers? Because are they made? They're made from the standard controller, yes. correct? And they're they're a modification. But how does it feel like in comparison to because like Scuf they have they have their Infinity controller. Uh, Nick, I know you have have that. And then, uh, and you, and Silver, you have the Infinity uh, PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah. Controller. The Infinity Pro. And so, what does, how does it feel in your hands when you're holding this? Is there any added weight with the new, with the modification, or is it lighter? Do you feel like when you're, like when you're looking at where the button placement and stuff is, how's the craftsmanship on creating those custom, those, those custom, uh, you know, ports and stuff on there for the, for for the buttons to put be played. The shift buttons, actually, in particular. It's
1: beautiful. You know, like where the shift buttons and everything are, you know, like... Uh, that is something I want our listeners to know. It's not paddles. They're actual buttons. And the location... Like, my problem with the scuff is those paddles are in the middle of the back of the controller. I have small hands with arthritis. I can't always reach those paddles. And then the uh, Elite one, they're located in kind of an awkward area... And my finger always gets snagged behind it and pops it, the uh, magnetic piece out and it's just, you know, ridiculous. But the evil shift is actually buttons and their placement is towards the bottom of the inside of the grip where your finger is already resting. So, you know, you're not going to be hitting it by accident. Uh, it's easy to avoid. It doesn't require, it's not as sensitive as a paddle. Uh, but, like, the port, porting and everything around it, it's flawless, you would you can't even tell okay. it's it's you know handmade, hand drilled, you know it looks just beautiful. Um, as far as the weight goes, um, I do use the elite. I like the weight, but like you just said, after a while it starts to wear my, my uh, elbows and everything. Um, and my PlayStation, uh, both my scuff and my standard uh, controller are about the same weight. I would compare the weight of the PlayStation shift to both of those. it's about the same. And with the okay. Xbox, um, in order to put the paddles in and uh, get everything uh, working properly, uh, they actually remove the bottom rumble packs that are in the grips. And that evens out a lot of the weight. So it's uh, a lot lighter than the uh, Elite. But what I, the reason I don't have a scuff for Xbox is they're too light. I don't like feeling like there's nothing in the controller.
0: The Elite scuffs are, are the, the, the elite scuffs are are perfect it's it's the perfect melding because they of the, uh, between the scuff and the and the elite controller because it's built on an elite on an elite controller with the scuff customs and, and so you get the so it it is the by far the cuz like I have my elite controller that I scuffed out but I still don't have the center piece that uh for, for the the paddles now however I do have a scuff elite and the scuff elite is like my my baby that that controller for me uh, I, I've learned like it's it just I can rest it down I don't accidentally purchase something I have to call Microsoft to have them reimburse me <laughs> because I hit the trigger now I like both I, I play with my elite a lot as well basically um, I still go to my elite more mainly because again I baby my scuff. Um, because I like it so much, but if I'm playing competitive, I'm going with my scuff with the four paddles in the center all the way. And I like that heavy, that heavy weight. But what has got me interested in, in this kind of the stuff on the competitive side with these controllers that from, from evil is that they have, their not only do these buttons where it gets to shift is that they move. The controller, when you press one down, it shifts and that you can actually program every, you can program, you have multiple programs to that button based on movements and little fine movements that don't take much mo- movement of the finger at all once it's activated. That was something that I found interesting and it's like it's a gear shift. It's like it's shifting and that was something that I thought was really intriguing about that controller. And it makes a lot of sense on how you can, if you can do that. If you can just, it's a slight movement, someone with, say, cerebral palsy or something like that it doesn't have a, a lot of strength, that slight movement it allows them to press the A button, the B button, you know, whatever. That's insane. That's what. And awesome.
1: That's what I liked about it, because um, uh, the four buttons are only mappable, you know, one button each, uh, like, like a paddle, but the The shift it's makes it so much easier to press both buttons at once that are right next to each other or to press one you know maybe you hold it to where your whole you like your uh you know pinky and ring fingers out you can just reach down and just tap the top button of the button with your middle finger and it it still works it's not a solid button it it it's almost like wobbly is the best way to put it and uh
2: no. Nah. Cool. Sorry, Silver. I was going to say, I over the holiday weekend, I did get a tr- touch and feel his little baby over there, the Elite Scuff. And I really did like the weight of it. I know. He let me touch it. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> <And he laughs> but I also have a Scuff Pro. <laughs> I also have a Scuff Pro, which I, I showed it to him, and I let him feel it. The Scuff Pro is very light. I don't... <laughs> Silver. I don't like how light it is actually i actually like the heavier controller now you're saying the evil shift that's more like the scuff elite in the weight side in the weight
1: i wouldn't say that because or, i don't like how light the uh the scuff or well you know, it might be a little more like the scuff elite um but even then it, it's still uh, what i'm
2: what i was trying to see is it is it a lighter controller i know i know we just asked the question but is it more comparable to the the scuff elite or the Scuff Pro, because you have both.
1: Uh, more to the Elite. It, it's actually got some weight to it. It doesn't feel like awesome. you're going to throw it if you move too fast, but it's not that's weighing what I was wanting, yeah. down. And that's that's that was a big uh, draw for me, <laughs> because the reason I use my Elite is I need the paddles. Um, I cannot play Assassin's Creed Origins without my paddles, because the combat requires the bumpers. Uh, so much it, it's too painful for me to use for very long so i had to completely map it to be able to uh, attack and pretty much do everything but aim my bow because i'm used to the triggers i play shooters all the time it's the bumpers that threw me off um especially having used uh both the bumper and trigger at the same time it's not just one quick hit claw
0: yeah i can't <laughs> do that
1: claw it, it, it it's
0: i can't either that's one of the things my, my kids my kids will play in claw formation and they yeah, all the competitors. That's what a lot of times they play with, but yeah, I can't do that. So the, having these controllers that have the additional buttons and stuff is, is really awesome. I, I really liked looking at the ones that like seeing the, the controllers that had that they're talking about people using their leg to play the one handed ones that would also have, they could have the,
2: yeah. and, rest it mm-hmm.
0: and they just rested on their leg and they're able to move it around and I started thinking about that. I was thinking, I'm like, well, you know, there's stuff like. I mean, it's just with the way that they did movement controls, or they had the one control that they set up, and I thought this was really cool. And I read an article on it was that uh, it was it was one that they did that was the person could play with their eyes. Wow. I mean, this this is what he's when he when he says, uh, it's, it's Adam, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so when Adam says that he can make any controller for anybody, he really can because there's a person that was playing Call of Duty and really kicked butt because I'm like, I, I mean, he would have owned me. And he was like, he. I, at first I'm like, okay, he's just sitting in one spot and sniping. But no, he's moving around. And then you look at him and he's playing the entire thing with his eyes.
1: That's amazing. That's
2: the incredible thing is that Adam said that he can make any control for anybody, and he believes that, and he'll deliver on that. Um, I'm looking at a controller right now where the young man with muscular dystrophy is playing it with his his head and his mouth. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but he has a one big red button too. So not only is it just take away the take away the 360 controller. That's what it looks like to me. So it's, it's a 360 controller. Yes. They remapped it, hooking it into the 360 controller to a station up by his head but also provided him with one big red button that he can push and he can make that anything. Maybe that's his jump button for Mario or, or, or whatever you want. These guys can do anything and they'll take the, the, the controller and they'll bring a button up four feet in the air for you and, and, and put it on and this one just looks like it's on a little wood post. Um, and they built it on a little box that somebody just kind of attached to for the, for the young man for these guys can really just do anything. And uh, when I brought up earlier that they split a controller in half, that was a 360 controller that you were talking about in your article, Silver. And they actually, they split it in half, but the circuit board is still working in 100%, you know, it's still working. That's it, all,
0: that's all the soldering that they do. That's Yeah, that's probably. What's...
2: Well, you could see it there. They have the band coming off of it from one circuit board and it's going into something and it's coming back to the other side to make it work, you know, flawlessly. And so you have one piece in one hand almost like the Joy-Cons that you talk about in your article uh Silver.
1: I believe in the article I said sorry Nintendo but Evil did it first.
2: Uh <laughs> yeah, you I'm looking at that quote <laughs> I'm looking at that <laughs> that quote right there that 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 actually made me chuckle because you're right Evil was doing this first. Now before the show got on I was talking to Silver about I really want to try one of these These evil shifts, they're they're gaming, they're pro gaming controllers with the buttons. It's really interesting to me. They have two buttons on the back of the grips. Um, I was showing Damien, my scuff controller, that the paddles are kind of stiff. You kind of have to really push on them um, really hard. Now, his elite, scuff elite controller, to me, that seemed way more sensitive. It it, is a
0: lot lot more sensitive because... uh, I'm jealous by that, yeah. Because they're built on, because it actuates the same. It's I mean it's a, it's an elite controller just with a different configuration. And yeah. So it has to actuate these little green buttons that are there, which are like hair. They're like mouse clicks, like hair you triggers. You do know that evil and, also
1: modifies elite controllers, right?
0: Oh dearie.
2: <laughs> oh man, Silver, you're costing me money right now.
1: You're welcome. Well what I was
2: talking about earlier is that I would really like to try out one of these controllers. And feel how the buttons work for me. Because I see one button is pretty far down the grip. Now that's kind of over to my ring finger there. And if it was my ring finger and my middle finger. um, That throws me off because I do do the claw. I I do game with all four of my fingers on the bumpers and the triggers at the same time. I I don't flip back and forth. So maybe it'll work for me. Maybe it wouldn't work for me. Another feature that I like silver is that evil controllers have the greatest little logo. <laughs> I love
1: that logo. It's that
2: little controller with the two little me- evil eyes. It almost looks like you could carve it in a, like a pumpkin. It's like the pumpkin eyes. You know, the evil little pumpkin eyes, little triangles. Um, but they put that on the back of the controller on the little button. And I love that you showcase that uh, the logos on the back. I was like, "Oh, that's really, really cool that they did that." And it's a little, little, uh, little flair there for Evil Controllers, but their logo is is incredible. I love that logo.
1: I do too. I've got a T-shirt with the logo on it, and it's one of my favorites. It's super comfy too. It's just, it's adorable, but it's it's charming. It's cool. I love that little logo. Um, but uh, you were saying you play in the claw formation. It's actually really easy because I messed with the control, both controllers, both systems, um, in different positions. Because sometimes I'll switch up how I hold my controller based on how my hands feel more so than a game. And uh, you can actually play it very easily with uh, just your ring finger or your pinky and your ring finger. You could play with it really easily like that. The, awesome. the location okay. of basically grab a controller in any way you can imagine to hold it where your fingers are on the grips, you can hit the buttons. And that's that was my my big like, Wow. I need this because I've got small hands and everything else. So it's it's really quite comfortable.
2: And you guys mentioned too, sorry, Damien. You guys mentioned too, Damien, that Microsoft will actually, or Silver, you mentioned that Microsoft will actually send people the evil controllers. Yeah. So people crossed. And actually, didn't this kind of start over in Europe first where people were looking for Controllers for disabled for disabled gamers.
1: Actually, um, I think I say it in the article. Don't quote me. Um the well, I guess you can quote me, you have it pulled up. Um, what happened was <laughs> uh Adam and Jonah were just customizing controllers, moving a couple buttons for Halo two. That's how long they've been doing this. That's right, yeah. And they started selling them on eBay and somebody contacted them was like hey can you move a couple buttons around for me so i can play i have a disability and it just took off
0: they've done a lot of work uh, like i said they a lot of their work also is for veterans and you know they we get these soldiers that come back and they've literally given
1: life and limb parts
0: of their body the for our you know for the life that we live every day and for them to get a little bit back, just, just a little, little bit back and this company to be able to do that for them. That is the things that make it. When you wake up in the morning and you take things for granted, Oh, I'm just going to pick up something. I'm going to watch some TV. I'm going to pick up something, you know? Oh, I got to reach over here for it. Maybe they can't reach for that. You know, maybe they can't do that. And you got a company that's going around doing this type of stuff now it's showcasing things like this. It's a feel good thing, and it's something that you, you you but it's not just about feeling good when you when you we talk about this stuff. It's about being aware that stuff of this companies are out here like this, but these companies can't you know they they make yes, they may make decent revenue, but they also have to rely you know they, they rely on people. You know, communicating, talking about things just like what we're doing right now. We're talking about the product that they produce because it's an epic product, and like epic gets tossed around a lot, especially in the gaming, gaming world. But talking about this, this is epic, and you know, it's not. You know, people that would say, "Oh, well, that's just for people that are disabled." It's not. Obviously, they won an award. For a competitive controller, that is actually this was the big thing about it. This was the big thing about it is that their original controllers they talked about when they were doing Halo, uh, their Master Mod controllers are not legal in tournaments. You can't go correct, into them. yeah. So yeah. anything that's got the Evil logo on it. Is not a Master Mod controller. Master Mod controllers will have the original logo of whatever the company is that produced. Now you
1: can get a Master Mod Evil Shift, or you can get just a standard Evil Shift, and it is one hundred percent usable in tournament play.
0: Uh, Master Mods aren't. Master Mods aren't because the Master Mods allow you to do like you know the all the drop shots Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So, but but yeah, the Evil Shift controller was designed that was something that they designed they kind of went back to the drawing board with their halo controllers and said you know how can how can we you know produce something else out there to give someone another option so that's what's also cool is that the company they're out there helping people but they're also out there creating products for just everybody so if you're a gamer if you're a collector of controllers you know if you like quality products this is a company to get behind and when you do behind them Just know that it was handmade for you.
1: And uh, earlier Nick mentioned how games are like therapy. I I can attest to that, you know, firsthand. Um, I've used games for years for uh, post-traumatic stress and anxiety. And now I use it because, I mean, I, I lost my job. All of a sudden I'm being treated for lupus and being told I have, you know, autoimmune diseases and all this other fun stuff. I can't even, you know, go to work. I'm stuck with a cane or a wheelchair and so my saving grace is I've still got my library upstairs and I've got my Xbox and my PlayStation downstairs and it it and you even mentioned it's like a therapy I would not consider
2: that fun stuff though silver
1: <laughs> I will yeah of course
2: <laughs> you know and you also
1: mentioned like it's kind of like uh, having a therapy dog shoot I've got both and yeah games work just as well as yeah. the dog does so it's, that's really... why I mentioned
2: it because I saw your dog on your lap and it, it, that's why I was bringing up the reference because you do have, you know, you have your new puppy as a therapy kind of puppy, but also you play games as a therapy too. It's, yeah. it, they coincide with each other.
1: It's best yeah. when it's, uh, both at the same time, he's in my lap and I'm playing a game. That's like the most chill I <sighs> yeah. am. Uh, but you know, too like... much therapy
2: at once, too much therapy at <laughs> once.
0: That's, that's when you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> je- usually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, or that's a, that's what happens in my house. That's, you know, say but they're pigs. They're therapy then,
2: pigs at your house.
0: They they are, and they are amazing, and they put me to sleep with their breathing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like for me, anything that relieves the pain, I'll fall asleep. So, like, if I mm-hmm. sit and play a game too long, it's it, it's so distracting. I'll fall asleep playing my game because all of a sudden I can't feel it, yep. and it, it's just so. Much. I can't
0: tell you how many times that my son has come up and taken a picture and sent it to his mom of me passed out with a controller. On my belly.
1: Uh, we could uh, compare pics. <laughs>
0: what, what touched
1: me the most is nobody at Evil Controller is, is disabled. You know, Adam and Jonah, they didn't do this because... See, that's what I was going
0: to ask. You would think that was family or something yeah. like that, or a friend. Yeah,
1: and it's like, you know, like, for me, like, of course, you know, I think about it because I, I'm in the boat. I understand it. I, I Once you're in that, you can't help but notice other people, you know, like, oh, hey, there's somebody in a wheelchair. You don't think about it until you're like, hey, there's someone else in a wheelchair. Look, I'm not alone. Let's go say hi. So to see these people who are, you know, healthy do so much for people who can't do things, just it really, like, tugged on my heartstrings. It really, like, I've got mad respect for these guys between the quality of their work and just the heart behind it it's really incredible.
2: And we, we look at gaming community as a whole, you know, we talk to each other online we play with each other and who knows, you know, who you're playing with. You don't know what their life is. And right now there is backlash in, in the gaming community from different, you know, production companies, you know, we don't need to dig into it, but there is good companies out there that are trying to do good things for people period and evil company evil controller sorry is one of them after reading your after reading your article and thinking about my aunts uh this really touched me a lot i loved what they're doing and that that picture of the young man in the wheelchair and how they completely remapped it and added a big button for him uh, it really shows you that each one of these products is made with love
1: Oh, definitely love and care. Oh, definitely, and it shows. You know, I got to tour um, uh, the room where they, uh, you know, assemble everything and, and uh, uh, work on the circuit boards. And I got to go to like their painting bay and everything. And oh, yeah. By the way, um, if any of you have uh, not picked up on this yet, you can get them in different colors, different paint jobs. You can get your gamer tag. Put I was going to mention it. that all sorts of cool stuff. The and PS4
2: controller that you, the PS4 controller, the picture you have in your article. It's just cool, blue and black, like camel-looking controller. It's kind of like a galaxy out in the, out there, and underneath the joysticks are on are the little evil controller logos. It is a really cool-looking controller, and plus with kind of that scuff grip on the back that you know scuff puts on theirs or the elite puts on theirs.
1: Wait until you see the controllers I'm getting. Yeah. Like,
2: let's. Well, just I'm jealous say- already because I I really want to play with one of them. <laughs> just send it to my house first and then you can have it
1: being known as silver sometimes gets you um unique paint jobs and I'm really excited about it uh Adam sent me a picture earlier today and I was just like oh my god that is beyond perfect uh but another thing with their um uh paint is uh it is done automotive style big automotive bay you know um a lot of people worry about the quality of the paint and the uh, design it's not decals. It's not vinyl. It's actually um, dipped. I'm sure you guys have seen the the whole uh, hydro painting thing on Facebook, where they paint helmets and stuff. Yeah, they use the same mm-hmm. method. So when you get something that has like the skull That's design awful. or something, it actually like even before it's clear coated and everything fresh out of the vat is just beautiful. It's really really a cool process to to see. Um, and if you have your gamer tag or a graphic. Um, added to the uh, front of the grips um it is carved specifically carved into um it's not really like a mold it's like a like a sheet of metal and it, it's like etched into the metal and they use that as like the the, the mold for the paint it, it's really really neat
0: is it laser etching i believe it is okay yeah that's what that's what a lot of the uh the Microsoft, their stuff is all laser etched. That's one of the big things now. Mm
1: -hmm. But they laser etch the logo and then paint it on. Use it to paint it. It's actually really cool.
0: Yeah, Nick Nick still works in the aerospace industry, and I used to work in it. And so we worked around a lot of different uh, different technology. So so hearing all the stuff and production stuff, that's one of the things with us where we'll hear it and like from having a background in the production side of things for like aircrafts and you know, international space station and things like that. You really get a, you know, that's one of the things when we talk about quality and weight and stuff like that, it, it you know, for for people like us, it really hits in, in the back of our heads, you know, of what we are looking for. And then when I, that's why I was asking, you know, is it rough? Is it anything around the ports and everything on that? Now in closing of of this conversation, what is what was I want to know? Like, what were your top three favorite things that happened? You know, just you know, either conversationally or things that you saw when you were touring their facility. And then, uh, what would you rate the uh, for for those of us for listeners that are trying, that are that are tuning in, if they're looking for a competitive controller, what would you, what games did you have a chance to play using the controllers, and what would you rate them? Yeah.
1: Um, I think the t- uh, top three, like, like what really stood out is, um, you know, it's not really like, uh, you know, business where it's uh, the boss and the employees. That they- they're like a family. You know, they've been working with the same people for years. They've got a lot of skill, and they really all genuinely care about what they do. You can see it in their eyes as they're working like they're so precise and so kicked back and and you know I can't imagine what it's like right now with Christmas 3 weeks away god bless them but when I was there it was just you could just feel the energy in the room you know it was relaxed but it was you know positive and it was just really really cool um my se- the second thing is probably uh to say they're very organized (laughs) i was impressed (laughs) with how they keep everything organized and labeled properly so there's no you know especially when it's busy um and they do everything by hand including the circuit boards there's no mix-ups everything is labeled very specifically um for the customer the colors uh if they want you know something specific like uh sensitive buttons which um i failed to mention evil shift has sensitive um buttons and uh Hairpin triggers, and they're they're incredible. It was very very easy for uh, me to use, especially. Um, yeah, the organization is, is really great, and just just the they're so excited about it. You know, like it, it when you talk to Adam about Passion. it, he just lights up and gets like so like oh man, come here, I gotta show you this. You know, like, I, I I got to see everything from where they put the bumpers in to where they keep the different colored bumpers, and it was just so cool because. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, passion's the best way to put it. There's, you know, they love what they do, and they, they're really good at it. And it it was very impressive. It was very refreshing, because, uh, you know, a lot of times like, you go to a, um, you should even take a tour of like a, a brewery or something, and you, you come across people who just don't care. They don't want to see the tourists. They don't want to do, be Complacent there. Complacent
0: in the position that they do, yeah. and they just come in to t- punch a time card. So the thing is that Basically is what these guys is is they don't have to work because they love what they exactly. do exactly
2: they're passionate about what they do they're a close knit family it's a small group of people who are affecting a large group of people and when you have a small group of people affecting a large a large number of people's lives that brings that brings a lot of love and care like I said earlier into each one of their products
1: yeah it really does, and it shows um in uh, each piece, you know, whether it's the face paint, a face plate that was just painted or the, the, you know, Brandon sitting there soldering the circuit boards, you know, to the completed controller in your hands, that passion and care shows in every single piece. And, And it's really, and that leads me into, you asked what I would rate it. Um, I'm actually planning on doing a comparison review, uh, between the three controllers when, uh, uh, my shifts come in uh because i'm getting one for each console and spoiler alert it it's it, it's a 10 if i can't go higher it's i was really impressed uh with everything about the controller
0: okay now with the 10 rating on a controller and someone's <sighs> looking to purchase something like this do we know you know people you know we we like right now X- xbox you know if you're, right now, no questions ask, if an Elite has an issue, they will replace it. Bar, they'll give you one replacement on an Elite controller because of known issues. So, how is the warranty on these controllers?
1: Um, if Anytime there's an issue, uh, they will either uh, repair it or just replace it.
0: For the life of the controller? Um,
1: I'm having really bad memory issues. You know this, and I do not have my notes on no me. Problem. I want to say yes, but, uh, you know, I don't remember things very well, so... But I I okay. I do know that they they have
2: under warranty. On that question, Silver, when you do the review, um that's a good that's a good question to answer during your review and then we can talk about your review when you get them out when you have, you know, all three controllers to go against each other.
0: Mhm. Cuz war- warranty war- in when it, in the game of custom controllers, warranty is everything. I'm finding that out now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I found that out recently with my Elite. So, I was without it for quite a while, and I ended up just sticking to like uh, my Switch um, and or like playing my uh, Scuff on my PlayStation because I couldn't really play much on the uh, Xbox without the paddles. All right, that's it for this week's uh, very special game. On you can uh, on Twitter at Geekologist Radio minus the T for character restrictions. If you'd like to contact us, have any questions, uh, uh, suggestions, anything like that, you can uh, email us at geekologist at and You can visit us on the web at geekologistradio.com and ninjapancake.com. And uh, where can we find you, Damien? You
0: can find me on Twitter at Mr. Damien. All right. <laughs> on Twitter at Mr. Damien Nash. Uh, all one word. You can also find me, Manning, the, our Facebook page and getting all the things out there. Posting up articles from our friends across all over the place. Uh, just basically, if I'm awake and I see something cool and it's in within our our realm of stuff, it's going to be on the Facebook page with our take on it. And all of us, all of us, kind of jump in on that.
1: How about you, Nick?
2: You can't find Damien because he can't say his Twitter and handle. So just find me at Nick and PDX on Twitter, all one word. <laughs>
1: All right, and of course, uh, myself, you can find me on Twitter at SilverGamingUSA or SilverSoulX10. Uh, my website is SilverSoulGaming.com, where you can find my uh, article that Nick was referencing on Evil Controllers. It's also on my Facebook page and Twitter. And if you would like to contact Evil Controllers, their website is simply EvilControllers.com. Their phone number is one eight seven seven. Eight eight zero three eight four five, 3845 and if you'd like to contact them about uh, accessible gaming controllers for disabilities, uh, their email is custom at evilcontrollers.com and if you get on their website you can get on there and customize and see how it would look and play around and all sorts of really cool stuff so I definitely recommend you check it out especially with Christmas only a couple weeks away so with that we are out